0: What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuf71, a.k.a. Giga Doolamite.
1: Purple bling bling, yo.
0: And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 151 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. Mm-hmm. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terra, a.k.a. the High Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man?
2: Hey, not much. Just happy to be here with all you fantastic people as usual. I hope your holidays are going well, and i uh, glad you could join us.
0: Indeed, indeed. Of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Who is the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, man?
1: Not much, man. Just uh, busy, busy, busy. Just got back from uh, visiting my gaming stepdad. Got all that abuse and drove home. Oh, I drove home. Uh, got, yeah. got my butt home, you know.
2: Yeah, he took the train. Fell between
1: my legs. He yeah. took the
2: train. It was awesome. Like, I rolled, pulled up to that Amtrak to slow down to a creep, pushed his ass out. It was awesome. <laughs> Hit the eject button and then all of his luggage fell out. It was great. It was great.
1: Get out and stay out,
2: right? I can't believe you're sitting here lying to these people talking about it. Uh, you got the abuse. When I sat there, so okay, this man comes into my house, <laughs> right? I go pick him up, bring him over, right? And and so like I have a whole bunch of old systems, right? A whole bunch of old systems that like that are just kind of sitting in boxes and stuff. And and he wanted my slim PS two, and I was like, okay, fine. You know, I'm not using it. You probably have more more uh, more more fun with it or whatever, you know, whatever, you know. So I start, you know, and so I start pulling out boxes, right? And so he literally starts going through all my old games, all my old all my old chords, all my old systems. and he's just just like he's just like, well, I'll take this, and, mm, I'll take that and, mm, and it was like, like straight up, straight yours? up, like he was at like a he, straight up, he was at like a Brey or like a Sizzler, just you know, just um on, on the salad bar, just filling up the plate. I was like, okay. <laughs> so so he got a box. Hey, he you got a box, sir. What do he you get? What do get? He got he he got my old Wii, my first gen Wii, not a Wii U, my Wii. He got he got my PS2 Slim. He got uh my old SNES S C N E S. He got a crap load of controllers. He tried he tried to get me from my from my uh what is it my DualShock 3s and I was like, "Uh uh-uh, buddy, uh uh-uh. uh He got all the cords. You know, even cords you didn't even need. He was like, "I could use this for something. I don't know what kind of weird video game Frankenstein shit he's making at his house, you know, but I don't know. He got and in you a big
1: throw it in the in the trash,
2: a, sir. I put it in a big tub for him. You know, and I'm coming down to I'm coming down to, to to visit family and to see him, and he's just like, oh, and can you bring them to me? I don't want to take them on the train. I'm like, I guess I can. Fine, fine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I I, I I make him out to be a bad guy, but honestly, it was all stuff that literally was just sitting in boxes. So I'd rather them go. I'd rather them go to uh, be adopted, you know, by Joe, who I know will take care of them dust them feed them make sure that they're you know you know um make sure they're taken care of so i i just want to say thank you joe for taking for taking these you know these wayward systems home with you and uh and adopting them and giving them a, a good home I, I i definitely you know um it, it is a christmas miracle thank you
1: oh well, thank you sir you know I, I helped you go through your uh boxes of wayward console trash, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and, he, was, you
2: know. like, and he was all looking at my uh, at my headphones, and he's like, no, this headphone is great. And I'm like, okay. And he's just like, you just need to know what to do with it. And I'm like, okay. So, so he like he like set up one of my head's headphones, and I'm like, okay. And yeah, then like, I, have, I have an old Mars controller, and he was just like, let me try to fix it. And I'm like, dude, I don't use it anymore. It drifts. And he's just like, no, we can fix it. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. He's, just, he's very helpful, this one. <laughs> I wish you all had a son like him, an adopted <laughs> son like him.
1: Well, you know, I, 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 I bought this, um, my gaming stepdad, a steel series Arcus seven X, and he's been using it in the controller and then he didn't know where the dongle was. And so we had uh, to go
2: through all my boxes to find this thing.
1: We yeah, found the dongle. Hopefully he uses it. And then I, uh, <laughs> downloaded the steel series software and hey we went and configured the headset so it would actually sound better a little bit we'll
2: see i have no idea i mean i'll i'll try it like we're probably gonna play some games after this and it'll work on both the xbox and the playstation 5 so correct yeah it's pretty much
1: a good all-purpose headset so
2: yeah so we'll we'll try it out i mean we did we did go uh it was funny i picked him up from the train station and then he was like he was like Oh, I gotta go. I got. I gotta pee, and I'm like, okay. Well, I gotta make two stops. So I think. I think they have a restroom at where we're going. And i like, and he's like, okay, that's fine. So we're driving, and the first stop was a GameStop. Okay, because I needed to pick up a uh, um, a gift card. And so I go in, I get my gift card, and he's sitting there browsing the racks. Cause I, I should have taken him to a guest a, a best Buy, I mean a um a GameStop because he immediately is like, Mmm, best Buy, or a uh, GameStop, you know, that's different from my own. It's got what well, mm, what do you have here? What 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 do you have in stock here? Right. And so he starts <laughs> so he's all starts picking up games and loading up a shopping cart, and I'm like, um, I'm done, sir.
1: Don't don't over exaggerate there, sir. <laughs>
2: And I was like, uh, "It's amazing how you don't have to go pee in the morning." He's like, "No, nah, I'm fine." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so, so we were there, and I was kind of standing around. <laughs> and it was sad because there was like only one person in this, it was like uh, one cashier working at this, at this one, at this one, uh, this one um, GameStop. It's one that I normally go to. They're pretty. They're pretty lax on a lot of things there. They're 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 good people. And then after that, around the corner, we went to Best Buy and he was finally able to go to the bathroom. But I was able to get, uh, he had, there was uh, that, uh, what is that, that, that Xbox pa- controller?
1: Power A Fusion yeah. uh, Xbox One Premium Controller, yeah. only for $30. That'll yeah,
2: right. so, I, so I bought a new controller because I didn't have another controller for my for my Xbox or my 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 gaming PC and I do not like switching them uh via bluetooth so I'm going to use that the 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 wired uh type A for the for the um the, the uh, game yeah for the PC and I got another um pulse red uh for for the Xbox so yeah, my Xbox could, series yeah.
1: controller yeah. yeah series controller I don't know if but you want to crappy. talk about your uh, UPS yeah, was... experience, but
2: so so I ordered it from Costco. It was on sale um, because I'd really wanted a red one, and all the white ones were on sale. So the white ones were twenty were twenty five percent off, and the the red blue uh, the red and blue ones were on sale for like ten dollars. So I was like, okay, I'll pick it up. It'll be fine. So I ordered it for from Best Buy. Three day turnaround, uh, and it came and the box looked fine. I opened it up the whole, the whole box, literally the whole box was smushed and it was sobbing, soaking wet. It was like, I had, I had never received a package like this. Wow. And, and, and when I lifted it up, the lid came off of it and the, and the controller had, the controller was moist. It wasn't moist, but it, it had like, it it literally was like like it had like um like, like coating no 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 coating <laughs> actually it did it, it had coating of paper because the paper had stuck to it oh, God. so the so the so the sticks uh the 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 rubber on the sticks that are that is concaved had like like it had rubbed and so it had literally rubbed part of the 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 top of the box off on it and it had it, it had condensation from from like the, the 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 it was gross oh, and man. so i was like son of a bit. and so and so um joe was like hey you know should you send it back and i was like i was just gonna drive over to to costco but the costco by my house or by us uh, they don't sell um uh controllers anymore so i was like okay so i just hopped on uh costco.com and told them what had happened and they were like oh I told that I was trying to get the to return it and they were like yeah it's fine just drop it in a box it'll because I I didn't I wasn't able to get a return label and the the person on online was like well it'll take it'll it'll take you know about 20 It can take up to 24 hours for the label to be printed and once it does you'll get it an email and then you can go from there and I was like okay literally a minute after I hung up the phone I got an email saying that, (laughs) that it had um that I had the 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 tracking and so I just printed out the tracking folded it and I was going to use the same box and so I looked at the box and what UPS did and this is this is the shady shit right here what UPS did was they literally took the 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 label off of the original box and put it on this new box so they saw it you know, and then put it in a new box and still shipped it to me because
0: just, I ain't, I ain't claiming this
2: one. Yep, it had I had the three day turnaround and it took a week to get here and I was like, okay. Wow. So I was like, y'all are shisty. and so I just I dropped it off and but what was cool about Costco is immediately once they got the once it was registered that I had sent it back they immediately uh, sent out the um the. Really the, exactly and so I already I got the I literally got the um the red uh three days later so they were on point the next time but I had never received anything this like this before I was I was really like you've got to be kidding me with this so yeah that, that, that's that's eesh. yeah that was pretty brutal I've never <laughs> had anything like that so I was like y'all are kidding me but it is what it is so but yeah that's how it's been
0: Oh, okay. Well, we'll go on to our first topic on the docket, and as always, that's going to be the playlist. All right, Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off, man? What you been playing?
1: Well, first things off before I cover that, let's cover the rest of my gaming gifting (laughs) opportunities. Oh, okay. No, uh, my friend Nick, uh, he wound up uh, doing a little reorganizing. And so uh, I am a proud recipient of a uh, 27-inch uh, Sony Wega, uh, like Trinitron TV. And I kind of well, am grateful that he uh, thought of me before, you know, he decided to send it out to the e-waste. But uh, kind of fired up uh, my Sega Saturn and played like a, a couple rounds of Street Fighter collection. And That's so
0: awesome. Nice.
1: Kind of glad I have it back. I know during my divorce, when I was trying to pare down my house, that uh, I had a 36-inch Trinitron Wega, and I loved that thing. I bought that thing back in 2005. It was like HD, and, and it's all the bells and whistles. I had some geometry issues, so I finally just, you know, obviously too big to move, and didn't want to deal with it. So I did donate it. But it's good to get, like, a comparable setback, you know, maybe not with all the bells and whistles, but it the, has the, compo- component inputs. And so I should be able to use this for PlayStation 2, Xbox, and also for GameCube on that and have a pretty damn good, nice CRT picture. So I'm just glad. And so, you know, even
0: though
1: Santa doesn't usually bring me a ton of stuff, you know, circumstances, hey, I'll take it. And, uh, yeah. I will hey. definitely
0: take it. So. <laughs> that sounds like a great gift. It really does. Yeah.
1: yeah I've got, got my fire stoked as far as, um, you know, that gen of uh, games, PS2, uh, Xbox, and obviously the prior gen, Saturn and PlayStation 1. So I'm going to see what I could hook up to it and kind of go from there and see what goes. But as far as my gaming this past uh, week, Kind of been a little bit slight just because I've been super busy with work and whatnot and a lot of back and forth and whatnot. But uh, we did manage to play some Outriders multiplayer, I think, on Monday. Last Monday, I think we enjoyed our time. I think Gerald got in the mix, too, which, uh, you know, I don't think he played with us, but he was on the mic, at least in the chat on there. But uh, have you guys enjoyed what you played or is that the last time you all played Outriders as well?
2: That was the last time as well. Mm
1: Yeah, it's been kind of a slow burn. I want to definitely go back to it. So, Also, I uh, had a chance to play Nexon's uh, Cart Rider Drift beta on there. So, and I got a chance to play it on both Xbox and uh, PS4, PS5. And, um, it, you know, I think it's good. I mean, I know it's free to play. Um, you know, it's obviously not top tier mario kart quality but it's an it's a kart racer that i feel that could get some legs i think it's something that someone should be able to jump in and play um you know maybe half an hour 45 minutes you know just to kind of get a little relaxation in you know get a little kart racing in and i know you were interested in this kev right when it was initially announced during i think a playstation state of play
0: right yeah, I was. I was. So I, I I did not get a chance to jump into the beta.
1: Yeah, I think the main game might be coming out sometime like February or March around that time. So we'll keep an mm. eye out for it. And of course, since it's free to play, you do have like a premium tier. You could, you know, obviously pay and then get a season pass. So I'm not going to buy a season pass during a beta. So mm-hmm. <laughs> You can miss me on that, but as far as the stuff that they were offering on the premium uh, side of the fence was just, uh, you know, characters, costumes, you know, carts, that kind of thing. But uh, if you're satisfied with what you are given, I think this game will definitely scratch that proverbial cart racing itch on there. And, you know, if you're bored of Mario Kart 8, you know, don't want to play that on the Switch, this is definitely a good alternate on there, you know be able to check out and play um and then on the xbox side of the fence I've uh, just been playing a little bit more dragon quest 11 on there i've been like i told in previous episodes been trying to push forward and get further in the game so i have i actually went ahead and tried this game too um, at desmond's house on um, mobile cloud i played on cloud on my phone on xbox and Believe you me, touch screen controls can go, uh, you know, take a a walk off of a, a, a long walk off of a short pier, in my opinion. I thought it kind of played okay, but I thought it was an easy game that I could play on my phone. But I definitely think I want to have a controller. I don't want to deal with touch controls. Otherwise, I think it ran okay. There was a couple of drops where the resolution got kind of wonky based on, the you know, Desmond's Wi-Fi. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, and probably this.
2: Are you kidding? My wi golden.
1: Oh, my God. No, no I was just going to uh, say, Dad, that uh, the probably connection <laughs> had to do with the Microsoft cloud servers, not your platinum type Wi-Fi and Internet that you own, not your top class platinum top Wi-Fi and internet you got the best of the best because you are the best you got
0: google fiber dad
1: nope oh i'm just placating him because he's my gaming (laughs)
0: stepdad. dad so
1: and of course because of my travels i i finally fired up a my nintendo switch oled like uh desmond alluded to at the beginning of the segment so I got to play uh, some Switch on my travels riding the train to and fro. So I uh, played this uh, indie RPG that just came out a couple of months ago called Eastward on here. And uh, this has been in development for quite a bit of time on there. kind of has some Earthbound kind of aspects to it, but it's an action RPG on there and uh, i definitely enjoy what i played i think i'm going to go back to it on there so you know you basically are playing a uh minor in a uh, impoverished city where you know obviously there's elites up above kind of like battle angel leader or whatnot but this is definitely in a cartoony style on here but uh, the beginning tutorial basically led me through a bunch of caves fighting off a bunch of uh of uh slugs on there and uh using a frying pan as a weapon on there and uh definitely enjoyed it i think it's quirky and, and what i played of it it's fun so i definitely am gonna go back to it and then as far i played dragon quest 11 because i have a copy for a switch as well and i played it for a little bit and i just realized hey, i just can't can't deal with this low res business you know you know um <laughs> uh. you know I hate to say it, gamer stepdad, high res hater, but uh, you know, Dragon Quest 11 on the Switch looks nice on the screen, but the the resolution downgrade is just muy malo. It's bad. Just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to play on the Switch, even though Switch would be great. I just kind of miss my Series X bells and whistles with the auto HDR and all that. So, so I'm gonna have to take a pass on that. And then last but not least, uh, played Breath of the Wild for the first time in a while. And, uh, you know, I never really progressed too far in that game. I never got beyond the first continent when I played. And I might actually go back to this game and play it a lot more. I just uh, love the fact that, you know, I semi-know what I'm doing now in this playthrough. And, um, you know, I always felt this game needed more time. I kind of, you know, you, you kind of play this game, you kind of fall off after a while but just like with dragon quest 11 i just want to dedicate a little bit more time in the play the actual library i own versus you know lusting over uh new shinies that are just going to sit there and collect dust so that's where i'm at for my playlist this week so
0: all right then Daz, what you been up to man um not
2: much actually um just been really kind of um busy with various different stuff so the ones that i that i that i honestly didn't that i I honestly played were really just uh grim dawn i've been really trying to uh work on a on on a character uh build that i that i like i have one that i play with joe and then i have a, a personal one and i'm trying to get one um to play with joe so there's just so much depth to this game and nuance that you can really just take a couple hours in it so i'm really super enjoying it so that's one of the games i've been playing and then i've been playing Anvil, uh another game that i think that uh you would like kev uh if you were to pick it up it's on games pass right now it's it's in previews but it's pretty much i mean i, I can't i can't see what they would add else to the game so it's pretty much complete in my opinion but you know it's that top down uh twin stick shooter with a whole bunch of different kind of characters um uh, it just seems fun. It just seems like a lot of fun, uh, but the only new game that I that I played was uh, Joe had sent me a a thing about or a trailer for uh, Temtem, which I've already known about. And if you know what Temtem is, it's it's like the Pokemon. I want to say clone, but it is a Pokemon inspired um, uh, animal catching game. Uh, but the difference is um, all battles are. Uh, you have two Tim Tims they're called of course you have two Tim Tims that fight so you can either team up on one Tim Tim if you meet in the wild or trainers usually have two so um so it's very interesting the um how they changed it up and made it different uh from Pokemon in 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 certain things that you have to do like there's a there's an actual stamina mechanic that is greatly incre- uh, different than than what Pokemon had, whereas Pokemon, you had your you had your, you only had a certain amount of power in order to use your moves. Well, in this one, um, you have stamina to do your moves, and it's not so much where if you run out of stamina, you can't do you can't do your moves anymore or you have a certain amount of times you can do your moves. Uh, and this one, if you if you do if you use your moves too much in succession and you don't take a break, you can literally kill your tam tam or ko your tam tam. So it's kind of, so it's a bit more, um, it's a bit more. Um, I don't want to say cutthroat, but it's a bit more. There's a lot more nuance to it, you know. Whereas you know, like risk and reward. You, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so when Pokemon. It's all played the same from the from the very beginning with very very few like you know bells and whistle bells and whistles to change up the action or anything. But now uh with Temtem it just looks different. Um it has a very um cartoony effect that is uh kinda cell shaded. Um, everything is very uh, pastel-y. So if you don't like that, you might not like the um, the aesthetic. But I think everything looks pretty clean. Um, but if you've ever played a Pokemon game, you'll know the basic gist of this game. There are a few little nuances that are specific to Tam-Tam. But uh, the biggest thing that's different, the biggest thing and the thing that's really going for it, is um, is it's a multiplayer online game. So... Um, meaning Joe and I could partner up, run around and fight people um, together. Uh, so we could fight other trainers. There's there there's actual combat uh, with your tem-tems. Uh You can go into like four v fours or two v twos. I think I don't think it's two v twos or one v ones because you can have. You can each send out a Tam Tam to fight, and you can fight other people. There's leagues. It's really kind of cool, actually. And uh, it just keeps growing. They keep building more, adding more stuff to it. So instead of um, it being, you know, Tam Tam 2, Tam Tam 3, Tam Tam 4, whatever, they just keep adding more stuff to the game. So, uh, but it's not a games as a service. You actually pay money for it, and it's yours. And so far, the updates. And, uh, and the new stuff that's been added to it uh, has been free so that's really kind of cool so uh, I've been enjoying it I think it looks great um I think you should try it out um, if you want something different than uh, something that you're used to it's a really great great game so far again I haven't really got too far in it but at this point I've really I- I've really enjoyed it so okay I gotta catch them all, so I'm just wondering I'm just waiting to see if uh, Joe is going to pick it up or not. Um, I'll buy it, and then we can run around and straight up, you know, kick people's asses
0: and stuff, fight. Tim, you wanna
1: join us, Kev? You wanna catch them all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tim <laughs>
0: no No peer pressure no pressure it's like 40
1: bucks so (laughs) yeah i'll make make your decision uh, and um
0: (laughs) it's
2: it's forty dollars and and it is turn-based but but the things that you can do it's 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 pretty i don't know like some of the combats are pretty are pretty hairy like i the thing with pokemon is a lot of battles seem easy because once you get into flow um once you know what you're because like pokemon always plays out the same in my opinion um, and, it, and it's only, it's only the competitive scene where it changes, but I'm not into competitive Pokemon. So, so once you get a solid team, uh, in Pokemon, you just basically face roll everything. And it's just, there really is no challenge in my opinion. Uh, this one is, was challenging. Like even the, even the, until you literally out, out, um, out leveled the, um, uh, the Pokemon or the, uh, Temtems you're fighting uh they're they hit pretty hard and i think that's what's really kind of cool about it is 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 it doesn't it doesn't seem easy and and you're not rewarded for fighting um temtems that are that are uh a lot lower than you because usually you could you could just beat a whole bunch of them and train up and all this other stuff but there's just a lot of more nuances in it than than um than in pokemon so i i I really liking it i think it's going in the right direction so and I, and I think it being on playstation is is um is a boon for it so if you're interested i really think you should try it
1: yeah reminder it is an early access title so it's the actual uh yeah full release of tim tim has not uh, that's the
2: kind of thing to- that i don't and that's the kind of thing the one thing that i don't like is that it seems like it's uh like nowadays sometimes you can get you, you pay to be a beta tester and i and for some games, I'm okay doing that. And other games, I'm just like, no, just finish the game. You have people on your payroll. That can be it. But most likely, they probably don't have because it seems like it's a relatively small a small company that's putting it out. And I really like that they're doing something and they're changing up uh, a formula that I like. So in my mind, I was able to justify spending the money because, hey, hey it looked fun. And and I just think it would be cool.
0: So you think uh, who develops Pokemon? Is it Game Freak? Uh, game one Freak. develop. Okay. You think they should take a uh, take a note out of the pages of? Uh, oh, they
2: already have. They already have with the new. What is it, Arceus region? Um, they are actually making it a multiplayer game, uh, much like it, it. Kind of, as Joe was saying, it kind of flows like um,
0: Monster, uh, Hunter. Monster Hunter.
2: And that you kind of you have a hub city and then you basically you and your friend or whoever go out into go on missions and whatnot and go into the world to do what you need to do so yes they they have literally took what tim tim is doing and they're putting their own little spin on it or changing it up or something so we'll see i'm gonna buy that uh, the pokemon game day one so to see how they change it up and see if if how it stands up and if they were able to to change it up and do anything good with it. I really yeah. hope that they do. I really hope that they
1: do. Problem with Pokemon and the series in general is that, you know, its base audience is always going to be a 7 8 year old kids and, you know, the audience that grew up with Pokemon grew up, you know, so it's a point that uh, it's never going to evolve like, you know, we feel like this series should evolve because of the fact that it is Pokemon and it is always going to be based for that age group, mm-hmm. in, in general. So,
0: but yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, for me, me, me is gonna be quick because after the uh, the Outriders play that we did on Monday, I haven't played anything. Like like nothing. Mm. Uh, I've been playing the uh, the the get my TV together. There you go. <laughs> real life, <laughs> real life shenanigan like uh, so yeah in fact Joe came over uh not too long after he got back into town to help me reset it on the stand and as it is I'm I'm going to have to call uh Best Buy cuz it it's not sitting on the stand right so I I'm going to have to uh get Best Buy well it is slight see it is it seems it, it's weird because it depends on how you look at it like if you're if you're coming down the hallway, because I have a, a raised uh, hallway, and where the TV is, you step down. When you look at it, it looks like it's off-center. It's like the, the TV is tilted, but when you get sit down, it doesn't look quite—it it, it looks ever so slightly off-center, but— not as drastic as it does when you first walk in and you look at it, it's like, hey, your TV is crooked. But then when you when you sit down and you look at it, it's like, eh, I don't know. But it's just uh, uh, just looking at it, I'm not so sure the stand, I don't know if it's something that I did right. I mean, it, the stand is sturdy. It, that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm just concerned about with just the, making sure that the TV is mounted the best way, you know? Uh, so what I, I think I'm just going to, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Best Buy Geek Squad down here and have them put the, the stand that came with the TV on it. And I'll just, I'll just keep my consoles, put my consoles on the floor until I get a, a different entertainment center. And and then uh, rework the whole rework the whole thing because it it I can kind of because when I'm sitting because I'm looking at the TV right now and it it, it looks level but then when I cha- when I kind of ch- change my viewpoint a little bit then I can sort of see that it's a little bit off kilter a little bit tilted but it's like I, I I ain't putting this thing I ain't taking this thing back down and putting it back up again. You know? That I'm not gonna do. <laughs> you might wanna Definitely check
1: and do. see, Kev. And I hate to interrupt. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh there's other like you know, you don't necessarily have to go to Best Buy. You can maybe um see if you can find another service that will come in and help you um fix the mounting on there. That way you don't have to forego the Well uh, you see,
0: I've got I've got Geek Squad protection on it. Which oh, you do okay. part of the, yeah, which is part of that. That's part of the service. Um, so if I and now if they tell me that, well, you know, because you didn't buy the stand from us, we can't come down there and, and, and work on it. Then I will I'll jump on thumbtack or somebody, see if I can find a TV installer who could just come here and just pay him to either take a look at the stand and see if it if it's if it's sturdy enough or, uh, or, and see if I, if I mounted it slightly off kilter, because the, the, the weird thing is like the C1, uh, and by the way, it's a great TV. Like the, the, and I haven't even done any, any changes to the, uh, to, to the, to the picture just out of the box. It's just, it, it's stunning. Uh, but. The, the tv itself is built is put together really weird like all of the all of the heavy parts like the circuit boards and all the connect all the things that make it work are in like the lower quarter of the tv and it's like with most tvs when you lift them up you can grab them at the top corner at the bottom corner and you know lift it and move it around can't do that with this one gotta you've got to have one hand under the support as support the underside and you have to have another your other hand on the lower third of the panel because th- there's nothing really to brace the upper part of the screen because it's like so su- it's super thin I mean it's a great piece of engineering but it's a pain in the butt to try and maneuver um, it, it, it you know, it is it's my because I had the opportunity to have it have Best Buy set it up uh, when I got it, but I was like, well, you know, I've got this stand because i, I wanted to swivel like my old TV and yada, yada, yada. but <clears throat> the TV itself is great. Um, and i'm I'm gonna set up uh, I'm not gonna put everything back up the way it was because i I will be, I will be having somebody either re-evaluate the stand that it's on or put the original stand on it but I'm going to put set up like a couple of my consoles uh and um uh <clears throat> just just once the guy comes and Put somebody comes <laughs> and 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 re- resituates the TV, then I'll put everything back up. So it's just a matter of whether all my consoles are going to actually be on my entertainment center or whether they're just going to be on the floor uh, until yeah. I can get new, a new setup
1: i gone through an app called TaskRabbit, and I did look to see, and they do have a couple installers on the app. But yep. I know there's other apps out there. That
0: yeah, might, I've got I Thumbtack. I use, thun- I use Thumbtack. Um, I haven't checked in. What's that other app you mentioned?
1: Uh, TaskRabbit.
0: TaskRabbit. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. i might check them out. Yeah, I'm, and, and speaking of Best Buy, um, their chat is terrible. Mm. I was on I was before we got on the show for the past hour. I have just just been trying to connect to the chat. Just tr- I get it, and it says you have, you know, and they and, and their their wait is you have 760 minutes to wait. Mm. And then in five minutes it'll you have four hundred and thirty minutes. And then in, you know. Two minutes later, then it, you have uh, two hundred and fifty, and then it just kicks me out of the session. I've done. I've tried it on on computer. I've tried it on mobile. I cannot get through. So uh, what are Best you trying Buy, to do? Well, I'm trying to to get. Uh, you, I'm trying to schedule uh, Best Buy to come here and and put this TV, put the TV on the on the on the on the on the, on, the, on this. Uh, like I said before. I'd
1: oh yeah. Put I it know. on this
0: mount. And their chat trying to schedule that
1: is ugh. Uh, dealing with their chat with price matches previously. Uh, it's like you know, it's like throwing a piece of shit on the wall and see if it sticks kind of <laughs> thing. So I hate yeah. to say it, but, yeah. You know, once you connect with someone, it's like okay, uh, trying to you know over here I'm finagling, of course, you know, you know Jabroni chief over here, you know, trying to get his price match on his rinky-dinky game he bought and it's like five dollars lower somewhere else or Mm -hmm. something so but yeah sometimes it's like they don't get or understand what i'm trying to do and it's like oh what country are you in and why are (laughs)
0: you there you know kind of thing you know yeah so i'm like but that that's really all i've been doing so uh with that we're going to kick it down to our next topic on our docket which is the main event. So, Daz, you got the mic.
2: All everybody. So I know if you've checked in our last episode, you know that we are doing a giveaway uh, right now. And we are going to extend that giveaway because we want people, we want a lot more people to in, get involved. We want to hear a lot of your, uh, your thoughts for it. So that question, again, is what game, have you regretted more in purchasing for full retail price msrp um so again what game have you regretted more in purchasing for full retail price meaning you bought a game and and for full retail price your hard-owned ducats and you get in and then it's just horrible and you're like damn and like Black Friday was right around the corner, or or usually an EA game. Like you bought an EA game, and then like a month later, it was like half off. So, so uh, so we want you to respond on uh, on uh, Discord. We want you to respond on Twitter. We would love for you to respond in our Discord because if you are a member of our Discord, uh, you get another extra entry um, into our into our drawing so we're gonna continue that for another week you know for for actually another two weeks because we're going to be off next week because of christmas so we wanted to uh we wanted to extend it because we want people to to um to answer the questions so please 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 we already have a lot of questions already but we want to hear from more so if you've already answered the question uh tell your friend to answer the question you know tell your your grandma to answer your question, you know, because some of your grandmas probably play, you know, right now, you know, gamer grandma. (laughs) So please, you know, let's get some more people's uh, eyes and ears on this. Okay. Um, And secondly, we have one other uh, question because it's also the end of the year. So we have one more question uh, that we wanted to pose to all of our listeners and anyone else who wants to, to hop in. And it's basically, um, your 2021 top three. So these are the top three games. Count it down: three, two, one. That you just thought were fantastic. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be a game that came out in 2021. It just has to be a game that you played in 2021 that you just couldn't stop playing. You just thought it was amazing. You know, with with the amount and and the rate at which games come out. Uh, we all have backlogs, so again, we want you to tell us what are your top three games of 2021. And as a second note, if you answer this question, you'll get another uh, and another entry into our into our contest. So there's three ways for you all to to get on this um to get on into this contest. Again, first way and answer our first question. Um, Biggest uh, biggest game you regretted buying for full price? Uh, being uh, joining our Discord and and coming in and letting us know, you know, your thoughts on Discord and joining our Discord. And our last one, what are your top three uh, games for 2021? And when we come back from our Christmas hiatus and do with our with our big 2022 show, uh, we'll answer, we'll 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 read your questions, we'll talk about this, and we will. Uh, we'll 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 give a prize away. I know you're all wondering what the prize is. Well, that prize is a sixty dollar store credit for the platform of your choice. You want a PSN card? We got you. You want a, a a Microsoft store card? We got you. You want a Steam card? We got you. You know, you name it, we'll get you sixty dollar store credit. That way, you can make it a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's for you. Your family, uh a good friend, hint Joe, if you want to buy me something, you know, I understand, it's great. Um, just let me know. So Yeah, if
1: you want a Ouya sixty dollar card, you know, for your Uya, For my Uya, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll hook that up, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: For your so, Atari Jaguar, you know, you want some Atari I,
0: Jaguar games, How did you know? read
2: you read my mind, buddy? Read sixty
0: dollars in RFDs for the amico?
2: <laughs> no. Or,
0: yeah we'll, we'll, give give some some, ubisoft, uh, we'll get you some ubisoft uh non-fungible tokens <laughs>
2: we'll get you some nfts how about that <laughs> or or if you want we'll just get you a whole bunch of tokens you can just get a token get just get 60 dollars worth of tokens <laughs> <laughs> for for you know gaming vessels arcade yeah
1: Maybe yeah. we'll get you $60 in Kraft cream cheese that we could sell on the Kraft cream cheese uh, black market for lots of money. So.
2: I mean, you could get a lot of cream cheese, uh, Kraft cheese, you know, for $60. But no, no, no. So, sorry. It's only video games. We're not trying to get you McDonald's. We're not trying to get you Burger King. You know, I know y'all can get fed off of some, you know, Burger King. I know some of y'all got kids, you know, trying to feed them on the gaming vessels. Don't feed your kids that
1: crap, please. (laughs) Come on, man. I want $60 worth of Bell Beefers. Come on. There you go.
0: Come on, kids. If you love your your children, don't feed them that
1: garbage.
2: Let's go to Del Taco.
1: (laughs) Bell Beefer. I haven't heard that in a while.
2: So again, thank you everybody, you know, as always, for, for to the people who have already um who've already uh listened your or answered the question, thank you so much. Please, please, please uh let your friends know about this contest, let your friends know about this giveaway. Um, and because we want to be able to get more people because that that next episode, we're just gonna answer all of it. We're gonna read your responses, we're gonna geek out. It'll be a lot. It it'll be a lot of fun. So So that's it. Uh, Please stay tuned to our Discord, to our Twitter uh, for more information about this. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in and paying attention to us in our little corner of the Internet.
0: Indeed, indeed. So our next topic on our docket is going to be the news. Trader Joe, you're on deck. All got? right,
1: let's start off. Uh, I know we've been asked a couple times uh, when we talk to some of our listeners playing games and whatnot our take on this. So this is a news story from about a few weeks ago on here. And it happened because uh, we covered the Game Awards last week, last episode, uh, that we didn't really cover this news story. So basically, Jason Schreier, you know, the undercover... Guy over at Bloomberg, always uh, sleuthing around and unveiling things, uh, announced or had a story saying that Sony is planning a new subscription service to compete with rival Microsoft Corporation's popular Games Pass, according to people familiar with Sony's plans and documents reviewed by Bloomberg on there. So the service codenamed Spartacus. is going to allow PlayStation owners to pay a monthly fee to access to the catalog of modern classic games said to people who asked not to be identified because they weren't authorized to speak to the press about the plans. Okay. And so long story short, Jason Schreier pretty much unveiled and we kind of knew this was coming. Anyway, they're basically taking PlayStation plus and giving it a refresh quote unquote. And what they're doing is that they're incorporating PlayStation plus and PlayStation now. On there, according uh, to the article on there. So, PlayStation Plus right now is this, you know, service that you grab to have multiplayer on PlayStation consoles, PlayStation Four or Five, and uh, obviously you get some free games a month with PlayStation Plus as well. Also, with PlayStation Plus on PlayStation Five, if you happen to find one, you do get the PlayStation Plus collection, which is like a library of like about twenty games, give or take on there that's available for you as a playstation 5 owner to kind of experience the past playstation 4 hits on there so and what the new service is going to do is that they're going to phase out playstation now they're going to add it into playstation plus and there's going to be three tiers the first will include existing playstation plus benefits so basically all the first tier is, is just like your standard plain jane playstation plus the second uh, would offer a large catalog of PlayStation 4 and eventually PlayStation 5 games. So this is kind of similar to the PS Plus collection that's currently available for PS5 owners, that there's going to be just a back catalog. We'll probably have a lot of the greatest hits available if you do want to get the second tier to be able to have a library of games to pull from. Now, the third tier is kind of interesting because they would add on top of the uh, large catalog of PS4 and eventually PS5 games, extended demos, game streaming, and a library of classic PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and PSP games on there. So we don't know the delivery method of these classic games, whether they're going to be via cloud be a playstation now or whether we'll be able to download these natively to our consoles or not either playstation 4 or playstation 5 but uh we're also going to have to see about the pricing as well so and i kind of got my ears up got my eyebrows up because you know there's some prior past gen games i wouldn't mind playing i know i'm gonna kick it over to you kev to get your take on this uh depending on the price i'm interested i don't know about you
0: What's your take? It sounds interesting. The um, and and if I'm remembering correctly, gosh, it must gotta been back in the summer, early summer. I recall hearing about um, a tra- a uh, what do you call it? A tr- not a trademark, but uh, well, I guess it is a trademark. A copyright or copyright? A patent, a, yeah, uh, not a copyright, a patent. Patent, yeah. Uh, there was a patent that sony had done with regards to demos in which the demo would be provided there was some kind of tech wizardry that would go on where when someone that a, a game publisher would not have to go through ex- extreme extremes to get a demo out you know, and not instead of having to do a vertical slice of the other, there's something something that they were trying that they patented with regard to with regard to demos. So I'm wondering if that's going to come into play in, in that uh, third tier. The other thing, if our, if we recall, when Mark Cerny was doing his uh, tech tech dive into the PS5 prior to launch, and he was talking about uh, logic. Where there would be like the P, there's the PS4 logic built into the chipset. So even when they uh, when they do a, a a scale down in you know to shrink down or whatever in size, you know, like if there is a PS5 Slim, so to speak, that ability to play PS4 games is still baked in. And there was a, a YouTuber. I want to say it was, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, Hip Hop Gamer. He's been saying from the jump, well before the PS once the uh, well before the PS five launched, that they were working on a way to bridge the gap between the current chipset. And the uh, and the in, the one that in the PS3, what was that called? The uh, uh, cell. The cell, yeah. To bridge the gap between the new chipset and the cell, and that that was going to be a big part in their in their backwards compatibility solution, to the extent where I want to say he said that it would let you play your physical discs on on the machine now if that's the case that would be great i don't know i don't know too much about if if it was a, if that if that ability was locked behind a paywall particularly for your physical disc it would be one thing if you could just get access to downloads and you could play your downloads that way that'd be one thing i don't know about locking locking physical media behind the paywall like that eh. I'd still probably pay for it, but <laughs> I, I, I think that that might be a little bit shady. But
1: yeah, that would probably be outside the realm of the services because you're not paying for access for the chipset for like PS1, 2, 3 games. You're paying for the library of
0: games that's going to be available. So. Yeah. It, well, it would have to be something where if you have the physical game,
1: they should open it up. It for should it
0: should be opened up for you. If you don't have the game and you download it, then it should be part of the it should be part of the library. Uh, so I guess they could split it down that way. Yeah, no, I I think that. The, yeah, I think the thing that people are are still that are arguing back and forth with regard to this is that well, it has to be one for one with Game Pass or else it's a failure, and it's like. I, I don't think that's the issue here. Yeah, it, it's and I've I've seen it. I saw it on Twitter. I've seen it on YouTube, where people yeah. going back and forth about this, and it's like the services don't have to be one for one to be to be competitors. One can give you something a little bit different. The other one can give can give you something that maybe you don't need. Uh again, like I said before, the reason game pass exists is because Microsoft's traditional party traditional games were selling less and less and less nobody was buying them. that's why game pass exists. PlayStation on the other hand their first party games sell like gangbusters typically uh, even the ones that don't that don't quote unquote review well sell a lot mm-hmm. so for them to, put their games day and date on a service i think would be would be shooting themselves in the foot yeah i think they'd be losing they would be losing on that losing on that retail revenue so and i like the idea of being able to play those old some of those old ps3 games because I've, I've still got a bunch of them <laughs> you know and it would be nice to you know maybe throw in that uh that copy of uh what was that what was that game that i really liked uh uh the 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 witch's night or the the yeah it was something it's like there there is this you were this witch that had this undead knight with you and you were, that was your partner and it was like a 3d beat em up it was really good i i think i've got the um uh, the European version. I, I can't remember. I think it came out in the states. I might be wrong on that one. I can't remember. But that game was a lot of fun. I had a lot of. Are
1: fun. you talking about the Witch and the Hundred Knight?
0: Nope. it wasn't the Witch and the Hundred Knight. It was. Uh, it was. It was. It's in my. I have it in my. Uh, my bag. Oh, I, th-
1: I, th- I think I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, I'll do some more crack internet research. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: I just can't remember the Lord. name of it. But I think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah. And idea. you know, for me to think that, you know, oh this is not like Games Pass, so automatically it sucks, you know, it's like one, you don't even know what the hell it is yet because it's just a rumor from Jason Schreier. Yeah. So you're not able to look at the catalogue of games available. You're not able to look at the price that's gonna be offered. So we don't really know much other than what Jason Schreier came up to talk about about this particular thing. So it's like yeah that's so why folks need to just chill out yeah hold your horses man you know what's your take on this desk? um
2: i think if they're able to monitor if they're, if they're able to eke out uh the prop i won't i guess i can't say proper amount but if they're able to eke out enough value uh then yeah i think this would be a viable a viable uh plan um because i think they're just trying to make it their own um, so that it is that so that it is similar to uh, Games Pass, but but just different enough that that it appeals to um, this market is basically, you know, to, to this segment of the market is really what it comes down to. So, and until I mean, we're all just spitting in the wind until we until we actually see what they're really going to do. So, so I think it's I think it's very interesting. Um, if they decide to do it, they don't really need to do it. But but if they're if they think that they're leaving money on the table and this is a way for them to collect and get your money, get yeah. your money because this because the funny thing about it is like this is this is this is honestly something that can that can only strengthen um strengthen sony if they do it so like uh, there is no i can't i can't see anything that would be detrimental to it
1: yeah you know that's why i'm like
2: the- you know cool do it whatever <laughs> it's
1: like yeah it's like playstation now has been just kind of hanging there no one's not paying that much attention to it and yeah it's like you know why? Why take 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 something that is quote unquote an asset and uh, revitalize it, add it to PlayStation Plus, and see what happens. We'll see yeah. what, how people kind of um, see if it's a service that they want to sign up for. Because God forbid, you know, you have every streaming service known to man. What's what's another? gaming service on top of what you already have to begin with you know so
2: but i think the main thing about it is that is that they've already like they have all this data from what games pass has been doing and 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 what's happening with games games pass so they're already looking at this data they're looking at the segment and they're set at the population who are the gamers and they're saying okay this is a viable thing we already have it and i think it's great because they were able to look at microsoft and see what all the weird shit that happened with them and everything and then say okay you know microsoft is doing their thing we see it it looks good Okay, now we're gonna revamp it and and try it our way. It, it, it's, it's it would be a win win for them. So if they do it, fantastic. Uh, will I buy it? Uh, I mean, if if they completely undercut Games Pass, which I think that they should, uh, they have the ability, you know, and the structure to do that. Well, then I I say do it, you know. Like yeah. as long as it's not super crazy an addition or like you're saying with the tears, then yeah, people, people like options, you know, people like options when they are clear and you can see exactly what you're getting from it, um, without hidden stuff. Um, yeah. I think if you're able to really discern what you're getting at what price level, Hey, let's do it.
1: I know listener Alfred, um, Lionheart, uh, also co-host on GH radio was, we're getting a nice, healthy discussion on Twitter saying it's confusing uh, about the multiple tiers and all that stuff. And me and Kevin were coming back. It's like, OK, whoa, whoa, whoa. there's PC Games Pass. There's uh, Xbox Games Pass. There's Xbox Games Pass Ultimate. So what are you talking about confusing on there? He said Not that either. Games Pass was like streamlined and easy on here. It's like if you could figure out a, a cable like you know subscription plan, <laughs> you could figure out whatever tiers that the uh, playstation is going to come up with yeah
2: they're literally just going to i mean they're literally going to tell you exactly what it is so i yeah. don't i don't i uh, i personally can't see the 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 craziness around it like they're literally yeah. going to tell you hey it's this and you can be like okay this sounds great
1: and or not you know this service can coexist with games Pass. we don't need the games pass fans online to say oh this is never gonna be as good as games pass well guess what choice is good for everyone out there you know, it really you know it's is. like i enjoy games pass we both me and dez have been enjoying games Pass quite a bit on here quite a bit that's why i'm like a- X- xbox Dude. and games Pass is synonymous i would not buy a physical disc on xbox to save my life i have no need to you know that's so
2: so sad about this whole situation yeah <laughs> that's a whole different <laughs> conversation though so of
1: course yeah so all right so next news story kind of want to talk about kind of riff with, between me and des on here i don't think you had a chance to watch this kev but you could feel free to chime in if you want to uh, nintendo did have a recent indie world showcase and there's about maybe about 35 minutes long and they did show some new games and so we're not going to go blow by blow but we're going to kind of talk about at least games that we liked what we saw from the show and they led off with a game that uh, I knew about because I saw the Kickstarter. This is a new game from the developers that did this game called the messenger before on here, but this was a game called sea of stars. And this is a retro inspired RPG with modernized elements on there. And, uh, Plotline has that you are two children of the solstice, able to combine the powers of the sun and moon and the eclipse magic, and they battled the monstrous creations of an evil alchemist called the Fleshmancer. Oh, boy. Sounds scary. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like a porn, but you know, God forbid. they are nasty. <laughs> yeah, but, children listen to this show. I know. God forbid. But yeah, the game looks phenomenal. It's like, a, like an homage to... 16-bit RPGs of lore on there. And so it looks like they're doing a really good job with the with these uh, art specifically. It just looks great on there. And uh, I followed the Kickstarter, and they are going to do a physical, uh, f- you know, but it looks like Switch does have the console launch exclusive, and uh, it's not due to launch until winter 2022, uh, according to this. So it's going to be about a year from now. Take I mean, your
2: time with the, come, yeah. all that matters. It looks, All that matters. it looks like it looks like it's good and i i'm gonna definitely uh pick it up day one it looks great it really does look yeah good. <laughs> so
1: yeah i'm, I'm gonna keep for... an eye out for a physical too i think they intend on releasing on other platforms it's also coming out for steam as well so might be a great game for uh steam link as well so ah really. definitely
2: i think it would yeah. be perfect on steam link yeah
1: Uh, Another game that caught my eye is uh, this is an indie title called Alicia, the Oblivion of the Twin Goddesses on here. And it's a co-op puzzle game that kind of looks like there's some aspects of uh, maybe a Zelda-esque, you know, dungeon crawling. But it seems more based on puzzles versus, uh, you know, combat per se on there and two players can actually play this co-op and take control of each sister you can play two sisters attempting to navigate a deserted temple on uh, here i don't know if this caught your eye or not des but i thought it looked interesting and i thought they are yeah. looked pretty pretty good so
2: yeah it did look pretty good i mean i'll probably end up picking it up maybe i don't know um maybe
1: maybe i oh, here so was there any other games on this uh, showcase that caught your eye des that you want to talk about
2: Uh, I mean, the only one that really like spoke to me and said, hey, you know, you really need to pick this up uh, was was the first one, because it just looked like because I had already seen that game a while ago. And so when I saw it again, I was like, oh, damn, you know, I was just like, that's really that's really good. And so um, so I just needed I just needed to, to check it. Just I just needed to check it out. So. But, but no, I think the, that was the that was the main one that stuck out to me. Any other ones for you?
1: Uh, for me, I was kind of interested, even though I can't, shadow dropped day and date this game called Dungeon Munchies. I mm-hmm. thought it was kind of interesting. It's like a 2D side-scrolling action platform game. But you are cooking and grabbing ingredients and killing monsters and using their um, parts to cook up concoctions i guess and there's a kind of a ghost chef that is like kind of your buddy pal that uh, female I love ghost, ghost chef. chef yes so cool. on there of course we can't uh, also not mention oh, the the... that they they showed a, a new trailer for river city girls
2: yeah river city girls too i've totally forgot about that yeah
1: yeah, River City Girls 2, and uh, they mentioned the other playable characters uh, besides two female protagonists. Yeah, there's like
2: six now. Yeah.
1: I don't know, did you get a chance to uh, check this one specific trailer out, Kev, or no?
0: I have seen, I don't know if it's the most recent one that they showed for the indie indie showcase, but I have seen a uh, trailer for River City Girls 2 where they're kind of showing some of the the uh, combination moves and the, the twin double attack moves. And yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty dope. I I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of hyped for this one.
1: Yeah. They yeah. kind of focused on Kunio and Ricky, which is the two male protagonists from river city ransom. And then also newcomers, Marion and Pruvie mm-hmm. as well. So that's what that showed. And it's going to come out summer of 2022 on here and it's not just even though it's on the switch indie world showcase it is coming out for everything under the sun ps5 series xbox series consoles playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc is coming out same day and day so no like you know it's going to be on switch for a certain period of time
0: Yeah. on that and, so and uh it. useless useless trivia note marion is the marion from double dragon yeah yeah that gets kidnapped all the time
1: <laughs> well at least she's not getting kidnapped anymore. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> uh, hopefully she gets revenge probably i don't know yeah. if probably at that probably had that obado or whatever that guy's name bobo bobo yeah adobo
2: we're talking about adobo right yeah adobo yeah. adobo okay because i'm hungry so. <laughs>
1: and other, other uh, th- game and I'll, this is the last i'll mention that uh, caught me is that they did announce a port of chicory a colorful tale on the switch a shadow drop day and date on the um showcase and uh it got me interested to play that on the switch versus because it did have a um exclusive launch on the playstation this is the game where you obviously play the a magical um, coloring brush on there. And the thing about it being on Switch is that there's touch controls on the actual Switch tablet. So it kind of makes sense. It's on the Switch and it seems like probably it would work better than on the PlayStation. You know, It almost sounds heresy coming out of my mouth, but yeah. <laughs> so it's something that you know a lot of people really like that game and that's a game I haven't checked out yet. And it's been mentioned in some people's top of the top five, top ten of the year, so something to keep an eye out for for sure. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Next thing I want to talk about real quick is that you know it's been rumored, and I know kev talked about last week playing Ghostbusters, and I know uh, you Des went out and saw the new Ghostbusters movie recently. So I did. Actor Ernie Hudson, which you know is known as Good Ghostbusters Winston has claimed a new video game based on legendary movie series is definitely happening happening. So um, of course uh, basically that Ilphonic, that uh, one of the uh, co-founders of Ilphonic, kind of let known that uh, they are kind of let slip that they're working on Ghostbusters license on there. And this is where kind of Ernie Hudson comes in because part of an interview uh, on another YouTube channel, Uh, He basically said that he's been contacted by email about doing some voice recording. They said they know he's doing it. Dan Aykroyd's doing it. He's not sure Bill Murray's doing it. You know, Bill Murray will always probably be elusive on these certain type of things. But uh, he also uh, revealed that they've been providing input on the prototypes for his in-game character and that uh, they've been having a hard time getting him. (laughs) Recreated properly? It says so weird that they could get Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis to look exactly like they look, but I end up looking like Eddie Murphy or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh,
2: the technologies for white people. <laughs> no disrespect, but come on now. Come to on. model
1: him properly. Come on, but come uh, on. Yeah.
2: Come on.
0: <laughs> look like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> You I don't mean need need laugh. laugh. <laughs> we need a <laughs> default Negro model. Whoever is Eddie oh. Murphy, yeah, let's put him. <laughs> ah. There you go. There you are. That's, I'm sorry. That is
2: that is hilarious to me. Wow. So
1: knowing I mean, that Ilf is involved though, um uh, they have obviously created Friday the thirteenth on there. Um, you know, so we're probably looking at this being possibly a four V one.
0: I hope not. Please
2: no, no, don't I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind playing with you guys Running around doing stuff together Busting ghosts Remember, busting makes me feel good so. I, can't say that I did not want to get us sued For copyright
1: <laughs> I'm sure they're listening So they could sue us, right? Ernie Hudson Yeah, Join the Discord, <laughs> Ernie Hudson So,
0: Cease and desist letters are in route Yep <laughs> You have been Say
1: anything so, Ray Parker Jr. No.
2: <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. don't care.
1: Nah, I don't more. care. He's gone on and spent that Ghostbusters theme music money yep. after he sued Huey Lewis and got probably paid. Who you knows? So. Yep. Get paid. But we'll have to see what this project is. I just thought I'd mention it because of the fact that, you know. You the movie was good. Yeah, I saw the movie. Afterlife, it was,
2: good. Yeah. Afterlife was really good so i would say if you haven't seen it you should probably you should see it it's definitely worth a um it's definitely worth the matinee how about that?
1: that <laughs> is the video game and the remastered game that just brought out worth a uh, good tenor, uh, tenor. oh
0: yeah i think so. i think so oh
2: I, yeah and um, the movie i'm sorry Kev, go ahead no that, no, I just, yeah, oh, no not... i'm just saying the movie is the the video game is canon so uh so, so if you play the if you play the video game, you're getting a little bit more of the lore, of the um, of the movie. So the video game is canon and uh, part, and basically the jury's still out about the cartoon. But it looks like the cartoon from the '80s is canon as well. They make reference to a lot of different things in the movie, um, uh, and the the um, uh, Ghostbusters the game. Uh, which was which was utilized which utilized an un an unused script is also um part of it so that's actually a part of the the um the canon as well so so yeah ghostbusters it's all canon you want you want busting because it makes you feel good joe you can do it too
1: even the uh, female ghostbuster movie is that canon
2: no, that is not canon, actually. It's <laughs> okay. not canon. Um, so all you people who want the the female Ghostbusters movie to be canon, I'm sorry, it is not.
1: All you Melissa McCarthy fans. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. All right, well, uh, another company that will be saying sorry, segue, ha ha. Ubisoft Great. has announced yeah. uh, Quartz, their own NFT platform for unique mm-hmm. items in AAA games. That it will run on quote unquote energy efficient technology that uses quote unquote a million times less energy than a Bitcoin transaction. So. Ubisoft has seen fit <laughs> to roll out NFTs. The first game that is getting the NFT business is going to be Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, that's good. At least it's a game where, that I don't play. So, Where, of will be integrated in beta form on PC. So these NFTs, called digits, will be in-game cosmetic <laughs> items. Yo, baby, unique...
0: give me them digits. Yep, yeah,
1: give me them digits.
2: <laughs> it should have been called Joe's, Jabroni's. <laughs> Hey, you got any of them jabronis? I need hey, some jabronis.
1: I'm not I'm not an NFT master. Don't 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 put me on <laughs> I need, this.
2: I need, I need I need me some jabronis. I think I think a jabroni would be a great name for an NFT.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Yeah, I'm searching for jabronis. You got any?
1: Now so, the serial coded cosmetic can be either kept or sold with its previous ownership <laughs> history uh, logged.
2: Uh, so horrible.
1: I know, and Ubisoft says courts will be energy efficient because they use Tezos, a uh, blockchain which claims to use exceedingly uh, less energy to operate than proof of work blockchains such as Bitcoin or Ethereum. Uh, so this, is, this yeah. is all
0: this is all pixie dust. I'm sorry, but I know. <laughs> is, I'm I'm gonna call it now. Division three, Amico exclusive. <laughs> there you so go. So annoying to me.
1: <laughs> they say that Quartz is a quote-unquote experiment, one which will not be initially available in the UK. Instead, players in the US, Canada, Spain, France, Germany, Italy, Belgium, Australia, and Brazil will get first dibs. Now, get check this out. That this is they're describing their digits. Each digit is a unique collectible that features its own serial number for others to see in game. Also, keeping track of the current and previous owners for years to come, making players an mm. integral part of the game's history. Uh, mm-hmm. Digits are high quality in game collectibles with active utility value. Mm-hmm. As playable cosmetic mm-hmm. items, digits provide players the ability to personalize their experience and complete their missions with style. Mm-hmm on there. So each digit mm-hmm. comes with a certificate of ownership stored on a blockchain, a decentralized community driven technology independent from Ubisoft, which grants players more control than ever. With digits items are no longer bound to a player's inventory since they could be put on sale for other players to acquire on <laughs> third party platform. Oh,
2: and it has a if you see in the pictures, it looks horrible. It's it literally is a little barcode <laughs> or a little set of num it's a little set of numbers on the item that has like your like your thing on it it's just it's just so bad it just
1: yeah a lot of um there's been a lot of pushback on this uh what happened a lot of ubisoft Mm -hmm. their internal developers have been kind of in upridge i know that uh eve levine the uh ceo of ubisoft has you know obviously responded internally to everything and uh, you know it's kind of funny that the, these uh, NFTs are not available unless you have played Ghost Recon um, Breakpoint for more than 500 hours on PC. Mm. So, oh my gosh! Mm. <laughs> so you got you got to grind to grind in the game to get the ability to be able to even buy and get these and no get things you. rewarded. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the, with
2: all of it.
1: For the just... first drop on December 9th, you'd had to have at least reach level five for the second drop on december 12th you had to play played at least 600 hours <laughs> mm-hmm. and for the third drop which uh, happened on december 15th you had to have played at least 100 hours so yeah there's <laughs> a lot of bullshit with nfts that's occurring uh there was another news story which i don't have any outline but i'll just briefly mention that um stalker developer uh, I think. Uh, CG Game World, the developers of Stalker 2, announced that they were going to have a wide array of NFTs available in their game, and then immediately everyone just was just outraged about, it and they pulled the rug on it like a day later. So, thank God. Uh, Ubisoft's gonna kind of keep Ubisoft it
2: don't care. Ubisoft yeah. they don't care. Ubisoft's yeah. Like, now part, part
1: of the Eve Levine little fact is that just like when people were hesitant about downloadable content and tokens and credits in the game, that this is just the initial blowback and that people will learn to uh, accept NFTs as part of their gaming gaming lifestyle, you know, so.
2: That literally means that if we keep cramming it down your throat and enough people buy it, it ain't going nowhere. That is literally what they're saying. Basis. They are doubling down on it. They are doubling down on it because they really believe that folks are just going to be okay with it. And so,
0: well, isn't know, one of the reasons why NFTs are so frowned upon is because it it maintains a little bit of your information as as a prior owner of whatever I, digital digital item it is. It can be uh, uh Backdoored, yeah, look, and right. you can get, and people can get into your your more serious information if you've posted up if you if it's part of that source company's product. Is oh, I I, no I mean I that's what my understanding of why people are so against this thing is, and they're saying that it, well well it's part of the blockchain, it's part of this. like well. Hell man, isn't that what 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 these hackers are jumping into and and, and cracking all the time?
2: I I, I have I no know. desire to do any of it.
0: No. Just I'm good.
1: Goodbye.
0: Just,
1: no, no, I'm good. Just like horse armor and sky and uh, Oblivion.
0: <laughs> at least at least that was well, okay. Give me some money, I'll give you some horse armor. It, it it at least that didn't lead to a uh it does not have the, poten- the potentiality to lead to a a hack, because mm. you have owned a piece of digital equipment and you've passed it on to somebody in the blockchain, and somebody went in and backdoored it and said, "Oh, oh I, I've got some credit card numbers. Hey, I think I'll go buy myself a Lexus." You know, <laughs> you no, know, but Joe I'm, doesn't.
2: Li- Joe doesn't like Lexuses. <laughs>
0: I mean, this is that this, was my credit this. card, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, Ubisoft, you keep on saving me money, please. I know. Thank I you. Know. Keep um, on saving me money.
1: You yeah. know, and all this bad press, they wound up like shadow dropping an announcement: "Hey, we're working on the new Splinter Cell." So yeah, they're <laughs> working on <a> new Splinter <laughs> Cell to try to appease okay the gamers. So it's like it was like the most off the wall bullshit Twitter announcement: "Hey, we're working on Splinter Cell." i okay. guess the far cry 6 team is working on it so like you know it'll uh, be first person
2: and they'll probably use a map that was in far cry so okay
1: more than likely we'll we'll have to see but uh, we're re-envisioning think, it imagine well you know we got assassin's creed as a service far cry as a service now and then nft is up the aA <laughs> who the fuck knows what we saw <laughs> And who in the is It's cares? like, are they
2: losing money? Like, is this a problem? Like, are they not, like... Because I'm like, damn, y'all acting like, you know, y'all ain't got no money. So...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just a bad time for them. All the sexual harassment, like, you know, blow back in the last few years, too.
2: And this is going to so, make it better? Um, No. No,
1: not really. They're just trying to get on board. You, know, you <laughs> They're like one of the first, you know. EA said that, you know, NFT. Yeah, they're just trying to appease their investors and I think they should just learn to put up quality product and <laughs> just, leave it at that. So.
2: I can just imagine all these like like old men sitting in a sitting in a room and they're talking about what well, my my grandson says something about NFTs. Can you look at this? Can you can can you please see if we and there's money in NFTs, Bob? Bob <laughs> G- Bob, get 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 that young guy, the intern. Intern, what is an NFT? <laughs> My grandson said something <laughs> about that.
0: <God>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I serious, that's what it sounds like sometimes. Mr. Like, Burns. <laughs> yeah, like. I wanna, I wanna know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. So we're gonna, gaming vessels three thumbs down six thumbs down how about that mm-hmm. there you go mm-hmm. load those nfts up so got one last thing to talk about and then we're going to wrap up news i just want to mention this because i thought it was interesting you know i you know i always love them mini consoles i didn't buy the last one in this particular series uh you know lo and behold i learned my lesson i don't have to own everything but
0: <laughs> Sega toys. Like
1: as announced, what was your uh, witty comment there, or lack thereof? Said is,
2: is you sure about that,
1: friend? Yeah, I am sure about that, Mister Naysayer over there. Oh, not me. <laughs> cast, ca- cast them stones elsewhere, son. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Sega Toys has announced the Astro City Mini V. So. If you remember, they brought out the uh, Astro City Mini previously. That was like a um, selection of like about 20 to 25 old Sega coin-op games. Well, they have releasing a particular one that's featuring a vertical monitor versus, vers- um, versus a horizontal monitor. So basically what you have on this little Astro City Mini, V is a lot of shmups. On there, God forbid I say the word shmups, I kind of cringe every time I say it. Shoot 'em ups. <laughs> so,
2: Shmups yeah. is a really good name, though. Yeah, I know. How dare you?
1: So they have games such as Arrow Fighters, Gunbird, Breeden, uh, Sengoku Aces, also known as Sengoku Ace, uh, which is a very great Psycho game, which you should be familiar with, Des. Strikers 1945 terra cresta and lo and behold they have a arcade port of zaxon on this thing as well so
2: i probably already have it on my on my uh psycho collection though so
1: oh yeah it's on the psycho collection yeah uh, that i have both of them. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah i have both of them it's amazing
1: yeah <laughs> don't rub it in buddy
2: <laughs> you should have seen him, Kev. He was all—he was all coveting my 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 Psycho collection on Switch. He was like, ah. <laughs> "I had to check my games when he left." <laughs> I had to frisk him when as he walked out the door.
1: Yeah, <laughs> quit it, Dad. Knock off. <laughs> So uh, the Astro City V will have an HDMI connection. Yes, I'm continuing this news story to talk about this. So easy save function. Of course, they have all sorts of cool, cool doodads, arcade stick, fight pa- um, controller, of course. And then, of course, they got the replica, like mini stool, and other things to attach to this thing. So I just wanted to mention it. I don't know if you're going to go out and buy this, because the Zaxxon, probably not Kev, right?
0: I wouldn't mind having the RK port, but I probably got one on my RetroPie. So exactly. It's like, it's hard to buy this stuff now. And how much is which? How much is this thing? Nineteen thousand five
1: hundred and eighty yen, which is about two hundred bucks in U.S. dollar.
0: Oh, that's kind of high, man. It is high. That's kind of high. hmm I'm not feeling that price. Not for this. Yeah, I don't blame you, buddy.
1: All right, and that's our news. <laughs> so.
0: All right, so contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels@gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something you want to respond to or if you yourself would like to be a part of our show and get your opinions on the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners, you're going to want to send that feedback to gamingvessels@gmail.com. We also have a Twitter page at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Independently, we have, oh, and before I go into our independent uh, accounts, I also want to mention our Discord. You can find a link to our Discord uh, off any podcast aggregate you get our show from and from our Twitter page. Uh, As I'm sure you all know, uh, social media is kind of a dumpster fire right now with whether it doesn't matter what you're talking about. And, uh, our discord is a great place to, uh, discuss our opinions of gaming, share news, uh, share experiences in gaming. And there's no, there's no, there's differences in, difference in opinion, but there's no, uh, Hostility. I mean, you know, last time I checked, video games were supposed to be fun, uh, and we maintained we maintain that fun atmosphere in the discussion of video games, which I know is kind of a sh- shocking, because <laughs> everything is everything is I hate you because you have this different perspective. We, none of that takes place at our disc on our Discord server. So, I would highly encourage you if you have not already, particularly since we're. We're offering you a sixty dollars worth of uh, uh, not 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 blockchain, not uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, not RSD, not uh, <laughs> Ubisoft Quartz. not you know. Ubisoft Court. We're actually offering you uh, legit, leg, some legitimate uh, coinage that you can use on your favorite game repository of choice. So. <laughs> but independently, we do have our own our own uh, uh, social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at Shonuff71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, number 71. PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with number 7 at the end. Xbox, I am Shonuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as originally. And on Switch, my friend code. 7658-2155-3309. 5, 5, 3, 3, so, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at, man?
2: All right, my friends. You can find me on uh, Twitter at the Nemo 6 That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. And you may find me on PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live at NemoTigger. N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. And my Nintendo friend code is 52806674 Four five one nine. And as always, if you message us, please tell us how you mess how, how you found this sh- how you found us, mention the show or something because we want to speak to people, not bots. And uh
1: Joe, where can folks find you, buddy? Uh they could find me at the <laughs> orphans home because I'm looking to get adopted. My stepdad's not working <laughs> oh, out. Well, for <laughs> ungrateful. I know. <laughs> Uh no, you can find me on PSN and Steam, uh Jabroni Chief, J A B R O N I C H I E F. Xbox, you can find me, same handle with a 374 behind because there's 373 other Jabroni Chiefs running around out there. And uh Nintendo friend code 4712-5953-1409. You could also find me on Twitter under Jibroni Chief Forwarding, lots of contest entries. And yep. annoying my co-host to know <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I swear.
2: See, you're gonna say that like you want to get adopted, or you're gonna call CPS, and then one of these listeners is gonna take you seriously, and they're gonna call someone, and they're gonna take you away from me. Is that what you want? Hmm? So just shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh
0: boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> and as always, I don't want an episode to go by without thanking those who listen. You know, like I always say, if it wasn't for you all out there taking time taking time out of your day to listen to us, we'd just be three old dudes yapping into the internet ether. So with that, we are going to bring episode 151 to a close. For Des, the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Jabroni Chief, yeah, who is also that food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar, I am up 71 a.k.a. Digger, Doolamite. Purple bling bling. Yo. Under y'all tree. And we will be back in a couple of weeks With episode 152 for ya Peace